Hello, and welcome to the Vitality Women Leading Audaciously podcast. I am Jennifer Helene, CEO of Purposeful Ventures, devoted to naturally innovative solutions for the realignment of humanity. We believe that stories connect us, dismantling the illusion of separation, causing healing. This interview will be 20 to 30 minutes long, and I look forward to sharing on Common Ground. Welcome to Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. It is 2023. This is actually the first episode we are recording this year, Carla. Today, our guest is Carla Howard. And um, I didn't ask her how she wanted to be introduced, actually. She is a mom, she's a wife, um, and she runs a business and also helps many others with their businesses. Um, and so I'd love to learn more about um, you, what you do, Carla, and why you're doing it. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm very, very excited to be here. Uh, gosh, my business is complicated. I've I've got several different lines of business. And I, I always tell people that the best way I can button it all up is to say, I help people go from where they are today to where they want to be tomorrow. And that work uh, is focused in my business on helping people build their brand and their businesses from the stage is one aspect. And then the other aspect is helping kind and ambitious women create their dream lives. Mm, I love that. I love that. I know there are a lot of women listening right now who know what their dream life looks like and don't feel like they either deserve it or they can have it or that it's possible. Um, I would expect a large percentage of the people listening right now to be in that position. And um, really want to dive in deeply to this topic with you today. Yeah, you know, I, I agree. And, and it, it just breaks my heart. And I meet these women in all walks of life, whether it's in my corporate career, it, within my friend group, or, um, you know, the different entrepreneurial associations that I'm in. And I, I just... I wanted to find a way that I could really help women kind of break through that block and see that it's really those small steps that are going to get them to that place that they really want to be lives. You know, th this life is long. And when we take those little steps and we get really clear on what it is that our personal dream life looks like, because it is different for all of us. I, I just love doing that work where we start to see women step out, do a little bit more, see the results, take bigger steps. And then, you know, over, over months or a year or two, they really begin to see that dream life take shape. Mm. And it seems, especially for the, the people listening who maybe are single parents or um, just feel like they're just on a treadmill and they just can barely keep their heads above water, like actually making space for this dream life just seems, you know, so improbable and kind of, you know, against what, what they're already doing. And I, and I just want to acknowledge what you said, because the small steps really do accumulate also in the health programs that I run. It's all about small steps and consistency and belief. And um, yeah. for me personally, I think that especially last year and as I'm in, you know, almost 50 now, it's, it's really about my belief. And if I think and believe it's possible and that I trust that these small steps will amount to that. Have you come across that as well in your work? 
Oh, all the time. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I'll, I'll tell you the thing that has made a huge difference for me. And I really encourage the women that I work with to find time and space to do visualization. And, um, you know, it's, it's hard when you first start because it's a practice meditation and visualization is a practice, but it's amazing what you will uncover if you find, you know, 15 minutes a morning to just sit, listen to a guided meditation. There are several on YouTube that are really good and let yourself dream. Just take deep breaths, get into that meditative state, follow the prompts and just see what comes up. Because what I hear a lot is, well, I don't even know what I want. And so that's really that first step. We we do get so caught up in caring for others that it's so easy to lose ourselves in that process. Mm-hmm. I've been on both ends of that spectrum. So as a single mom, when my kids were growing up, totally focused on my kids. Uh, I lost both of my parents due to cancer battle over the course of a year. And so, you know, that journey of caring for your parents, you know, you get very consumed with what other people need. And the thing that always brings me balance, and I ask the women that I work with to do is find that 15 minutes. If you have to get up 15 minutes early, that's fine. If it's when you get the kids off to school, you can sit for 15 minutes. We can all find 15 minutes. And then I keep a meditation journal where I'll jot down the things that come to me during my um, visualization or my meditation so that I don't forget them because typically there are really consistent themes that you're going to see throughout those experiences that begin to help you think about the possibilities differently. Yeah. I mean, it used to be that, especially coming from the coaching industry, you know, as a properly ICF certified trained, you know, coach and training, you know, to get to the master level, ontologically speaking. And we had this, um, you know, idea that we were going to be generating our future right we're taking responsibility for everything that's happening and we are the creators and it wasn't until about 10 years ago that i was like wait um the more i let go and the more i allow things to take shape the better off my life is in every way and i thought it was kind of funny i used to i used to like laugh and be like that's so funny that i thought that i could actually create it all and so now i've come over these last 10 years to a place where it's like okay yes i have free will and there is a a plan that maybe, uh, you know, is architected that I'm playing a part in, a very important part in, you know, so to say. And I too, I hear a lot of, of women, like, I don't know what I want. Um, and yet the leaving it up to God or, you know, just leaving it loose is, is not getting them anywhere either. And so it's like That's this, right. this, this place um, in the middle, I don't know if it's in the middle, but there's a place you know, where, um, where I think we, we all like wish for release, relief from suffering, right? Whether it's chronic pain, weight gain, um, abusive relationship, uh, unfulfilled uh, job, right? There's like, there's a lot of things that we, we don't want, right? <laughs> We're really clear, like, yeah. I don't want to live next <laughs> to that person, you know, or whatever. And so um, that's like the easy part. And I think there's so much value. So for, for those of you listening, if you could take five to 10 up to 15 minutes or more and, and really tune in and what's happening just from my um, experience around this, because I've been doing this for 
gosh, 20, my gosh, I don't know, 25 years. And yeah. it's, <laughs> it's really, it's really profound. If you're not doing it, I really recommend starting today. It doesn't have to be at a certain time of day. It, I like it in the morning, but it could be before bed. It could be any time. And what's happening is you're, you know, you're opening and you're actually uh, conditioning your nervous system by being still and listening. And the guided meditation is just a great vehicle, you know, to help you to do that, to keep your mind active, so to say, or give your mind something to focus on so that you can regulate your nervous system, integrate all the impressions that have been coming at you all day. <laughs> um, exactly. Had the genesis of creative thinking. I love what you said about the journal. Yeah, I always do that because I'll have these ideas. Sometimes I remember them. And sometimes I go back through and I see the themes. I'll tell you something else that I do that works for me. This won't work for everyone, but I do what I call my walking meditation. So out where I live, I can see the mountains and I love to go on my morning walks and I'll just focus on a color like, oh, I wonder how many yellow colors I'll see in nature today and just really focus on that as I'm walking or sounds, you know, really listen for the sounds of nature and when I think about my future, I often think of it like I'm looking at the mountains, they're beautiful, and I can see the mountains, you know, um, just like I have a vision for my life. And that's kind of the mountains, right? Like I have this broad landscape of what my ideal dream life looks like. What I don't know is how to dream even bigger than that, right? Like, so I really dream as big as I can, but just like the mountains, I can't see what's on the other side. Yeah. I can only see the front of the mountain, but there's so much more goodness behind there that I just know is coming to me. And I just lean into that, lean into the curiosity and the possibility. And I think that's what we have to do when it comes to our lives. Like dream as big as you can right now and know that there is more for you. There's more magic. There's more wonder. Get curious, stay open. Don't let the can'ts, should, shouldn'ts. You know, when you hear those messages, just remember, I'm just dreaming big. I'm letting all of the possibility in. Yeah. And when we do that, we, we begin to see things that we can't see when we lock down. Yeah. And it's so interesting because like sometimes people say, well, I want this big life. You know, I want air private airplanes and yachts and they want you know whatever billions of dollars and, and all that kind of stuff and I and I kind of giggle you know because it's like great like perfect you know there's nothing wrong with that vision it's just that uh it comes with a lot of stuff too sometimes we have to be careful what we wish for trade-offs <laughs> yeah there's trade-offs for everything so you lady. know and go ahead sorry <laughs> oh no no I was gonna say and that's where I feel like the visualization helps because it'll ground you in a way that just pure uh, conscious thinking, walking around the house thinking doesn't. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Actually, that's one of the reasons why I live in such epic nature is because I, I actually require that also like you, like every day I have to like feel my smallness and, and have that view to something way bigger, like the ocean and the mountains. And well, lately, as I envision my future, it's less about like the, the things and more about like the state of being. Like I really want there to be like peace. And I, and I like, I, I'm like, I'm noticing that my, my strokes are becoming really broad. And I'm just curious what you're 
feedback or thoughts are on the evolution of thinking around that? Yeah, I, I'll tell you for me as I, so I'm, I'm 60 um, and my kids are, are older you know, when my kids were little, I was so in the minutia of busy life, taking care of all of their needs, getting them to the things they needed to go to, making sure they were safe, you know, doing all the things that I think it's hard to look for that unencumbered kind of more calm way of living. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, no one can do that as a mom. I'll say that was my struggle, right? And as I've gotten older, my kids are older, everybody's kind of settled more and more. I look for peace and quiet um, in my life. And I, I think part of that too, is we just live in such a busy world, mm. you know, the, the social media coming at you all the time, the, you know, this is what you should aspire to. This is what having it all looks like, you know, everybody that's an entrepreneur's, you know, making six figures in three months and you got to be on Instagram every day and all of the things coming at us that it turns into sensory overload. Oh, and yeah. so we, we end up going, okay, and now I need to shut all that out. So uh, for me, yeah, absolutely. I plan quiet time in my day. I, I plan meditation. I plan walking. Um, I plan time to sit up on the deck and look at the mountains. Like it, it's absolutely essential to my health and well-being. Mm, that's so beautiful. I and mean, for those of you who can't see her, she is beautiful. Like I never would have guessed that she was sixty. Honestly, I thought she oh. was like in her forties. So not only does no, she have children, but she has grandchildren. <laughs> but you know, you wouldn't know it by looking at her. So what she's describing, folks, is also a recipe to vitality. And I really appreciate you sharing with us part of your formula because um, we all, you know, need that inspiration. But my question to you was really about like, when people think big about their lives, um, do you find that they're able to create those realities inside of practicing states of being like peace and joy and abundance? And like, you know, these, these more, you know, cause you, as I said, mentioned earlier, I come from like an ontological perspective where states of being are the mechanism through which we manifest our lives. Um, not so much affirmation or, um, you know, the, the planning and the detailed, you know, uh, tasks. But I'm just curious about your experience inside of that methodology, what you're, if you have, if you have any feedback on that. Yeah, I, I feel like the, the big thing that helps people really move forward in a meaningful way is that that belief in themselves and, and you can get to that, you know, through many, many different vehicles, but it is taking a step into the unknown, doing the things that are scary, um, knowing that this is truly a journey and believing that great things are in front of you. So just that constant motion. So here's, here's my philosophy or thoughts on, creating abundance in your life. Abundance can't find you when you're sitting still. So you have to be in motion and you don't even necessarily have to be in motion in the right direction. I mean, obviously we want to go in, in motion in the right direction. And what I mean by that is constantly testing, being curious, trying new things, keep in motion. It's that old analogy of you can't 
you can't steer a parked car. The car has to be in motion. It's the same thing with our lives as we are really working to create a big, fulfilling life, whatever that looks like for us. We have to be in motion in order to create it because that's when you're going to see the opportunities. That's when you're going to meet the people. That's when you're going to run across the podcast that gives you the idea that changes your life because you are out there moving forward, knowing and believing that amazing things are coming to you. And you're going to go down that windy river for sure. And the journey is more beautiful and you really do arrive at that place that, that you're destined to be. Mm, I really love that. It requires a lot of trust and a lot of faith. Yes. Yeah. It's really beautiful though. And like trusting that each of these steps that you're taking is leading to, to something, something greater. Um, not that where we are isn't enough. It's just that, you know, we are in evolution. We are in motion. It's a very feminine thing too, right? To like, to want it to is. masculinity is like more about stillness, you know, um, you know, and just being still and, you know, like watching TV and, you know, they, they thrive inside of that, but we do, we thrive in motion for sure. But I've never heard that analogy, like that abundance um, happens, you know, not in stillness, but in, in movement. That's, that's a really interesting idea. You know, when I think about the energetics of it. My husband, so I've been married to my husband for a little over 20 years. And it's funny because over the years now I'll say, oh, you know, we're going to do this or that. And he'll say, how in the heck is that going to happen? I'm like, I don't know, but won't it be fun when we figure it out? And it's happened so many times in our lives that now he just shakes his head and goes, all right, oh, I love <laughs> just, that. that's good. you know, but it is true. It is a different way of thinking. It is very much a feminine energy. Um, and it does require a lot of trust. Yeah. Like I have all these ideas of things that I want to do. Um, and oftentimes I just kind of like, oh, it's too hard or, oh, you know, I, no one's going to show up or, you know, and I do, I've had those beliefs and I've really had to, you know, to really pick myself up, you know, and, and like, be like, stop it. <laughs> I just like, I just like, you know, like, stop it. Like, that's not true. Why are you telling yourself that? You know, yeah. it's, just, it's funny. Like, that's not who I am. Like I'm, you know, I was the kid that was always like positive and happy and never bored. You know, it's just like, that's not who I am. And so I just think it's interesting, especially I notice it in my friends as well. I don't notice it in my daughter or any of her friends. Cause they're like in their twenties. Like they are just so excited about all the goodness. And I like, here we are in our forties, just women in fifties. And they're like, you know, totally different, you know? So it's fun. I get to like tap into their good energy. This year is a much clearer vision for me, but you know, belief systems in repair, it's worthy. It's worthwhile. Like if your belief systems are in need of some rehabilitation, like seriously, folks, like we got to take this stuff seriously. It's I mean, our lives depend on it. Frankly, would you agree? Oh, absolutely. You know, our mindset determines the steps that we take yeah. and it's the steps that we take that get us in motion so that abundance can flow to us. So when we allow our internal dialogue to stop us from moving forward, stop us from that curiosity, we are going to be right where, you know, I had this conversation with someone last week, you know, um, <laughs> you're going to be exactly where you are next year at this time if something doesn't change. And that has to start with how you think about what's possible for yourself. Yeah, how you think about 
what's possible for yourself. Oh my gosh, you have just given us so much, so many gems today. Um, because really, folks, everything's possible. Absolutely everything. And I think that when our agreement matches that which is meant for us, um, that there's just, there's an unstoppable energy momentum that gets created. But we have to we have to meet that energetically, That's right. vibrationally, emotionally, like on all the levels. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And so, I mean, a lot of the work I do in my programs, I just launched a 90 day to light body program. It's so much fun. And we're literally calibrating at all of those levels, like physiologically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. Um, and it's really, really fun. So like the ladies in my program should do your programs, you know, to like really like take things <laughs> to, the, to the next level. Cause I'm like laying the foundation, like I'm clearing the garden, you know, and, and like getting the soil ready. <laughs> yeah, that's very cool. <laughs> So tell me about speaking. I mean, I am so excited to see that conferences are popping back up. Um, I was invited to one actually this week that I really want to go to. And I mean, getting on stage is tricky. It um, is. <laughs> it's like it's like pay to play or, you know, not. And then how do you start? Because, you know, once you're in, you're in the network. But then to get in, it's like it's really tricky. So tell us about like how you help um, us get on stage and, and speak. Yeah, thank you for asking about that. So a um, couple of different ways. So I do have my Get Paid from the Stage program. Um, it's a six-week program. And in that that series of meetings, we meet for an hour and a half on a Saturday for six weeks in a row and go through so much. So I provide the guides, the templates, and the tools to help you decide what you want your speaker business to look like and then build your portfolio. So you'll build a speaker one sheet, your proposal, um, your, your guides, your additional resource documents, all the things that you're going to need in order to get paid from the stage. So the things that event organizers are looking for. Um, and I also give coaching along the way. So it's, it's important to know what I don't do in the program. <laughs> which is listen to the talks, give feedback on delivery, those types of things. When speakers go through the program, it's designed for emerging speakers or speakers who are speaking on stages and just not getting paid for the value that they deliver. So we're gonna help you create that package so that you're ready to go do that. I'll provide guidance along the way. And then in week five, I give you a, a spreadsheet that's got, uh, at least 100 calls for speakers where you can go in and apply for those speaking gigs. And then on the last week, I share the things that you want to make sure you do after you book the gig and while you're at the event to make sure that you're referable um, for that next engagement. Yeah. And really, all the, I always say everything in the programs, all the stuff I messed up on and mistakes I made. So I started speaking on stages about 10 years ago and Really focused on how to get paid for the value I was delivering about five years ago. And I made so many mistakes on that journey that mm -hmm. I had um, people say to me, you've got to create a program to show us how you broke through that and are now getting paid to deliver your message from the stage. Nice. So it's it. great. For, yeah, it's great for people that want additional revenue in the business or even if you're in corporate and you want to promote your personal brand, right? How do you get out there and get picked for those conferences? 
Nice. Yeah, that's so helpful. I, I don't know anyone who's offering this like hyper niched uh, area. I'm sure there are other people offering it, but uh, that's really exciting. I love to see more women on stages, more women getting patents, more women in CEO positions. And I just, it's exciting for us. It's a really exciting time for us. What do you speak about when you speak on stage? Well, I speak on two different topics. So my corporate superpower is uh, transformational change. So when I am speaking on stages, I talk about change leadership, change management, and transformational change. Have a couple of talks on that. And then my second platform is all around women. So helping kind and ambitious women to dream bigger and reach further. I love it. Where do we find more information about you and your programs? Probably the easiest way to connect with me is LinkedIn. So it my profile is in the, the search bar. You can look for my name or the back extension is change strategist. Um, and I am more than happy to connect there. You can direct message me, answer any questions about, you know, my products and services or the work that I do for Align Org and happy to get on a Zoom or, or a phone call with anyone. I'm, I'm very, very accessible on the platform. I love it. We'll put that in the show notes for those of you who are just listening or if you're driving or cooking or get your hands in something, which we always do, <laughs> <laughs> or you're on a walk. Um, so yeah, we'll have that in the show notes, but I just really appreciate all the gems of wisdom and the, you know, the reigniting of, of our beliefs and in, in creating the life of our dreams, tuning into what that could be, um, and how we go about generating it. So thank you so much. Oh gosh, it was absolutely my pleasure. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. Please contact me if you're interested in cultivating more vitality at jennifer-helene.com on the contact page. If you know this episode would be of value to your community, please share it on all of your social media channels. Maybe you are a successful working mom who would like to share your story on this podcast. Please visit podcast.jennifer-helene.com backslash podcast-guest to apply. And you might know someone who would be an ideal guest. If so, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. I absolutely love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show. It mean a lot to me and my team in getting the word out about how to realign humanity with purpose. Purposeful Ventures is a company that is helping moms succeed in revitalizing their lives, relationships, businesses, and health. Please join a more personal conversation by working directly with me, joining my private Facebook group or one of my programs. This is Jennifer Helene, and thanks for spending your precious time with me.